your dad. In the head. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. Yeah, okay, well, that's vibrato. Today. That's some guest vibrato. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she came with the serve. She's bringing more energy than we brought for the past 10 episodes. Completely. I'm on my, like, Warner Brothers shit. <laughs> Back you know, with a um, vengeance. We are trying to bring a guest on again because last time I bullied one into submission and we had to shelve the episode. So let's just try it again, you bunch of bastards. <laughs> and also, we needed some fresh energy because the podcast, <laughs> the podcast has been degenerating into a mirror of my deteriorating mental health um so we and thought we'd race recaps yeah, yeah what was that about why did we do we that can't ever do that again no we <laughs> thought what's, we had... what's less uh, destructive than bringing an american guest on the podcast right now oh yeah oh, what's less oh. deteriorating than that i <laughs> thought we were gonna grow. we were gonna avoid this topic because we have nothing smart to say <laughs> yeah complete a complete lack of intelligence on that front as an Everybody, american but that nothing happened saying. in america this week nothing happened at all <laughs> nothing (laughs) well a lot of things happen in america this week yeah i mean something's dead uh the (laughs) most important being that brian burns joined our podcast thanks for coming on yeah uh thank you for having me i should say now i want to know like what your relationship to madonna is like like how did you get into her what is that about well, I was just, you know, uh, throttled out of the womb a homosexual. So with that comes a general sort of proclivity towards Madonna, doesn't it? Of course. <laughs> um, no, I had an older sister. I mean, I still to this day have an older sister who's, you know, cool, like eight years older than me. And I, I'm 27. Oh. I'm 27. So she's, you know, she's knocking on Gen X's door. And as a result, yeah. liked Madonna. Um, and I was just, you know, idolizing her from a very young age. And I think I was, you know, I don't know, five years old or something and stole her copy of, of Ray of Light from her bedroom. Yeah. And the rest was history, as they say. Um, so she just kind of introduced me to her and I've been obsessed ever since. It's, it's the cross I have to bear being a Madonna fan, as the two of you also understand. Oh, yeah. There is really nothing more like masochistic in the world than to willingly choose to support Madonna without fail. Oh, completely. I mean, I think Christina Aguilera fans come in yes. a, a close second. But, I was, ju- was just going to bring that up because I, I stand both. And every day I get up, I wake up and I choose to be a stand of both. And I just, I think I have a fetish for humiliation. Completely. Perhaps. It's like Katy Perry is just a fashion designer now of, you know, problematic shoes. So she doesn't even be a black face shoe. <laughs> Blackface shoe is my favorite fashion moment of the last five years. Oh, completely. It's like, I, I wish, you know, I had some some sort of, you know, extra melanin in my body so that I could, you know, get away with wearing those shoes. Can you imagine owning a pair of those and like being able to like walk outside with the blackface Katy Perry shoe? <laughs> completely Together stomping through Brooklyn. Valentino purse. Was it Entirely. Valentino? I think it was. But are, uh, those, shoes, are those shoes still for sale? No, got to be somewhere. I'm sure I on mean, some like dark web corner of Depop, you can find them. I think she probably she shut it down really fast. Like she shut it down real fast because she got canceled. So I think there's probably like 40 pairs of like in existence. <laughs> I'm googling well, it right I now. Katy Perry blackface shoes. Yeah, I need some loafers <laughs> with like the witness pixie cut. Um, About Katy today, I was on Twitter and I saw somebody share a video which. Like, I like her, but I don't care for her, you know? Um, Sure. And somebody shared a video of her, I guess it was when Smile came out, and she was doing some Zoom 
fan meeting or something. Of course. And some guy's like, you want to know what I think? And she's like, yeah. And the guy says, I don't like smile. <laughs> and you just see her face <laughs> breaking. Like, oh, okay. And like, Jesus Christ. My I can issue actually with see her, the face break uh, completely. My issue with her is that she just exists in this totally boring middle ground in that mm-hmm. she she loves kitsch, but she just doesn't do enough of it. Mm-hmm. So it's like she either needs to turn it down a notch or turn it up a notch, but instead she just stays in this in this middle ground in which the only person she's making laugh is herself. Yeah, you're so right. And like witness error was only interesting because it was a complete camp tornado disaster yes. of a meltdown. Yeah, it was just meltdown for like five months where she just subjected us to pain and misery as <laughs> pop music. So it's like my favorite Katy Perry era, but she really is not bringing the culture. No, Are we maybe, maybe we have a ray of light in store, her, her post-baby album. Well, I feel like, um, what is it even called? Is it called Smile, her most recent yeah. album? I literally did a podcast reviewing the album and I can't even remember what its name is. <laughs> it's funny because she's she's a huge madonna stan and she admits to it unlike somebody else but um and then why (laughs) why aren't you following the blueprint is laid out in front of you dumbass completely and it's like even as far as like the post baby ray of light album goes i feel like that is truly an anomaly that Mm -hmm. is expected from pop stars who have a baby that just doesn't happen i feel like ray of light was truly like this this moment in a vacuum well it was it was like also you just can't expect that same sort of moment of enlightenment william orbit produced enlightenment from anyone else i i think it was just the zeitgeist is that the right word of the of william orbit of her and then specifically that it was madonna the the slut madonna the whore all of a sudden being enlightened and being branded a mother and you know saying donna and all that shit something that i don't think you know who who else in the in the pop sphere right now could nobody had to go through that branding like madonna had so i mean even if even if gaga or katie or beyonce (laughs) do that enlightenment era it, it it still wouldn't feel like such a to the general public uh departure like uh such a oh wow they're really grown up now exactly now i'm imagining dua lipa's post baby album with that ugly like hadid (laughs) that she's (laughs) slobbering on yeah i cannot wait for that (laughs) but that's also another thing that she had the ray of light moment was pretty late in her career because she had her baby late i mean comparatively Mm -hmm. to when you know somebody has a baby like 30 or now at 25 or whatever so if now, like, Katie had her baby, what, 30? How old is she? I don't know how old she is. Oh, Clue, I know. Oh, wait, actually, she might not be that far off from when from when Madonna had her baby. She's probably 30. Well, Lady Gaga's, like, what, 35 now? Like, she's running out of time. So Katie, oh, wow. I guess Madonna just looked old. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, to think that Madonna, like, Ray of Light Madonna is probably the, like, I mean, because what's the difference in two years? So she's probably the same age as, like, Gaga and Katie are now. That's crazy. Truly. Wow. And look at their careers. (laughs) (laughs) Selling cookies (laughs) and shoes. I'm still waiting for those Chromatica Oreos to show up in my local grocery market. 
God, I, I would kill for a Chromatica Oreo. I have Me been too. looking like a like a sad fag every time like I go grocery shopping. I don't want to make it obvious, but like I I go to the cookie aisle or like whatever. And I'm just like casually looking at the Oreos, like vanilla. Hmm, where's the Gaga Oreos? <laughs> every single day I go to the convenience store and I buy Evangelion chips, but I will never get Chromatica Oreos. <laughs> like I used to buy Evian water bottles with uh, Disney characters on them when I was living in Bangkok. Oh, that's sweet. Did you have like, like a, a, a recurring Disney character that you would go for? No, it was like for some reason I was just collecting water bottles. <laughs> okay, and... Nina West, calm down. <laughs> wait, N- Nina West is a foot fetish. I have a foot fetish. I'm Nina no. West. Oh God, wait, never seen David and Nina West in the same room, and both of you have linebacker shoulders. <laughs> and we're both Stan, um, Megan McCain. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> what was her her tweet this week? I miss my father or something. I oh, just keep thinking so of depressing. that meme of her crying. <laughs> I just saw a video of her literally when my typewriter was booting up as we were setting up to do this. Uh, a video of her being like on the viewer. As you guys know, I am in Washington, DC and my <laughs> my sister-in-law, her windows got broken into at the Capitol. You bastards. Wait, her sister-in-law <laughs> is like working in the Capitol and she has to chill on the view. That's so sad. <laughs> I know. And like also, her. Okay, they hate okay. her on that show. Me? But you've never seen me and Megan McCain in the same room, and we both have uh, broad shoulders. That's true. I Women's also business. See Megan McCain being into Madonna. They're cut yeah. from a similar cloth. I don't think they I do think have Megan McCain. Is in, like, she's a huge Gaga stan. I think she'd probably shit on Madonna if she could. I feel like Megan McCain is one of those like girls who are in middle school who like are desperate to have a gay fag friend. And what they do is they listen to two Lady Gaga songs and then they say slay pussy wig every day. It's the horse girls. <laughs> she's a horse girl. No, I through don't think so. No, no. She's she's probably like, I don't know. She's like, who are her gay friends? Are they I don't even think they're like log cabin Republicans. I think they're legit like gays that are like, yes, Quinn Slay, oh, conservative queen. Just messed out zombies. Lobotomy <laughs> goals. <laughs> Like Andy Cohen. <laughs> entirely just yes men who just you know sort of at age 40 their head lolls off from their neck after years and years and years of just nodding at all of their straight girlfriends oh god now i'm thinking of that florida congressman who just like showed up like at a meth orgy just completely out of his brain <laughs> well that's florida who Megan was that congressman bestie? that had like two men die was it like one like he had one guy die and then the case went away and then like another one died like a couple months later? Yeah, some guy what do you in mean California he had someone die? Like wh- what? Did like he host parties them? or something at his like California mansion or something, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Very sad. <laughs> <laughs> Sincerely. <laughs> For him, talk about a career ender, God. <laughs> That's something Elton John would do. Oh, oh I, I just know. Oh, I know for a fact that's some random fact at an Elton John's mansion. And his <laughs> the Elton John meth orgies him. must be legendary. The amount of corpses piled up in his like body McMansion. <laughs> okay, can I say something a little controversial though? Okay. Yes. I watched Rocketman this summer and uh-huh. loved it. Oh, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. Actually, I just saw today that it came up on on Prime on Netflix here that now it's up. And I was like, 
I do want to watch I it. can only watch one musical biopic every five years. And I did, I went and saw the Freddie Mercury Bohemian shit city. Ugh, that was that, ass. It was awful. And so now I have to wait until the Madonna movie before I can go see another one. Oh God, I know that disaster. That just train wreck waiting to I'm happen. Also, I'm also kind of Can't tired wait. of musicals because me and Zach accidentally watched what? Um, like, like three five in a month? row. <laughs> we watched Avita, The Prom. <laughs> Something else. And Box okay, Lux, I loved if the you prom. count as a <gasps> Oh my God, I saw Box Lux in theaters. Oh, Same. fuck you, bitch. I got I was <laughs> in Japan the whole time. I never had the chance. They it was, they were going to release it here and call it Pop Star. And then COVID <laughs> happened and it just never came. Talk about a marketing yeah. fail. Oh yeah. my God. Can you imagine just like being some unsuspecting Japanese, like 40-year-old salary man going to go see Pop Star and then there's a school shooting in the that first was, that five was, minutes? I, I talked about it on the podcast, but that was me with man like Bangkok. They showed it in the small uh, theater at the Cineplex because I guess they knew that like nobody would go see it. And I read spoilers, I guess, the reviews. So I kind of knew what I was expecting. And then man is like, oh, my God, Natalie Portman, Sia, Vox Lux. Yes. And then we go and it just opens with this like 20 minute school shooting. And he's like, but David, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and see, that was the best part of the movie. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That and um, her drug freak out, <laughs> the camp of it all. I'm ugly. I'm so, so ugly. ugly. <laughs> Natalie Portman screaming about how ugly she is really satisfies that gay camp nerve in my body. Oh, um, completely. I saw on Twitter, people have been sharing this post today um, a lot about this Natalie Portman movie where she lives in a Walmart. I've never heard about this. What movie? Is that? <laughs> I saw that that was trending. It's like Where the Heart or something. What? I want to see that. And then I yeah. saw it's got um not Carol Channing. What's that girl from Greece? Stalker Channing. Stalker Channing. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was not Carol, Carol Channing. Channing. Okay, now I'm imagining Carol Channing playing Stalker Channing. That, that clip that was going around a couple weeks ago of Carol Channing on the Wendy Williams show and Wendy Williams being like, "You could pass for black." What? <laughs> I have so not. Like I did not see that. Carol Channing. Oh my god, it's hilarious. Is oh, Carol Wendy Channing choosing violence as usual. I do I not don't think, think she's still alive now. This Wait, is Carol Channing strawberries? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was, was a of? really horrible. Oh, Carol Burnett. But... You see all these old white women. Oh my God. Wait, hold up. Carol Channing died like a year ago today, or two oh. years ago today. Oh my God. That's why we haven't heard from Pandora Box in a while. I know. Her spirit is with <laughs> us. <laughs> Um, so do we want to get a little bit into the stuff that happened this week? There Let's was a lot it. going on. Okay, I made a list. I have a list. Okay, prepared. Okay. Shocking. <laughs> For once. <laughs> hey, hey. I'm not a child. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, this week I am more baby because my cat ate my microphone and now I have to use earbuds to oh, record no. the podcast. That is such cat behavior. Yeah, he really chose yeah, violence. Like, Paco woke up and ate my mic. Like my lifeblood is podcasting. Pull a whole like wire out of your cat's ass tomorrow. No, he just chewed through it. Like that's all. So I just oh. buy a new mic. Sucks. Okay. Well, I'm sure all the listeners are thrilled to hear about my microphone cat drama. But anyway, <laughs> what are the topics? <laughs> and he's still alive. So. Oh God! Unfortunately. Okay, before we get into a speed round, I think okay. there's some stuff that we could discuss more in depth. So I was thinking about the so much 
drag race queen, like Rue Girl drama went down this week. Weren't there rape accusations? Did I oh, see that? That oh I missed, God. but um, they found out um, like the whole, the queens at, um, where are they in Mexico? Uh, um, what? Like <laughs> Van Shangela. Oh, and- that. And so many queens got canceled for going to Mexico. Then somebody found Mm -hmm. Trinity's like alt Reddit account where she was hyping up herself and pretending to be black. And then Gia Gunn doxed a chaser for not calling her back. And then- Oh my God, wait, that is such queen behavior. Can we (laughs) pause on that? I love her. Okay, I actually want to go on a little monologue about Gia Gunn because I think she's the most misunderstood drag queen of all time. Gia Gunn- Gia Gunn is a force of drama and chaos and trying to take her seriously is a mistake. Like just roll with the chaos and the drama and mm. you will have a much better time. <laughs> she was like anti like she was like anti-mask earlier this year. <laughs> yeah. All oh, oh, right. No. But wasn't she anti-mask? Because like, how can you stop me from going to my favorite breakfast place? I need I to agree. get my toast. <laughs> she needs to get her brunch. I need brunch. <laughs> it's like she was storming the capital this week <laughs> i cannot believe no drag queen showed up can you imagine gia gun like in the capital please i would die for that I, I said it uh i said it earlier today i don't know where but i think the only reason why madonna planned the the africa trip now is so that malik wouldn't go to the QAnon um <laughs> storming of the capital oh completely also, you, I you love know. to see her just traveling around Malawi without a mask to be found. Yeah, she, and then they, yeah. pulling it off to take pictures. It's so cute oh, of her. Oh, my Lord. No, like, like, truly she wore, in the hospital without a mask on. She was wearing the plastic one, which, like, what if you cough? It's still going to go down. I, I but know. if you see Malik in the back, he's literally just wearing, like, a scarf on top. He, of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What? And the thing, and never mind. I'm not going to say it because then it's going to backfire. Um, what? No, 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 now you have to. No, 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 because I, no, 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 leave it alone. Leave it alone. Hold up, hold up. You said so much controversial shit last week. I, like, nothing happened. So let's just hear what you have to no, say. No, 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 no. You've gone um, too I'm, far. I'm, I'm, I, w- I wasn't going to say a, a controversial thing. I'm just, I was just going to say something that I don't want to manifest. Oh, but let's do it anyway. Let's bring more evil into the world. No, no. <laughs> I'm, ha- I'm happy the way things are. <laughs> Is it'll, it related it'll make, to her, it'll make to her boy toy? Later. It'll make sense later. Okay, so. um, if you say so, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. The, to me, the the funniest thing was well, Trinity Trinity's Reddit account where she pretended to be black and she would use black <laughs> emojis um to hype herself up uh was the funniest. But then also Shangela, she was on the where did that boat sink? She was there. Uh, part of Iarta. Yeah. Thank you for saying that because I do not know how to pronounce that. I was gonna like fully say like Puerta La Isla Bonita. And oh, I just got an email from Wikifeed. New pics and gallery, Sean Mendez. Okay, great. I'll look at that. Oh, later. let's go check that out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do have a Google alert. But um uh yeah, so Shangela then like because the people that got called out were Vanji and um I don't know. I don't remember who the other one was. But uh, like Shangela. Shangela. Yeah, but Shangela didn't really get called out at first, but then she accidentally went on live and she was in 
she was there for like a minute because I think she wanted to make a video, but she was drunk, so she accidentally went live. Oh, and oh then no. last night she went on live and she was all like, I have mental health issues. My mom told me I should take a holiday. And so I went, but now I'm doing charity. And just a couple hours ago, she posted that she like gave out free food and she doesn't have a mask on while she's taking oh. pictures. <laughs> now, to be clear, they weren't like doing gigs or anything there, were they? No, they were just oh. there. It was just a vacation. Oh God. Because if they were doing gigs, they'd be like, girls got to work. But um, exactly. no, that, that was the drama with, um, uh, what's her name? Candy Muse, your favorite. Yeah, who I've never said anything bad about before, not one time. <laughs> she was out of drag this episode, and I was kind of like, "Oh, not again!" <laughs> not the fucking the, the the fish the fish tail like strap of her underwear, it's just like all the way pulled up to her belly button. Please, but <laughs> you what, you know what we are what, to each their own. Yeah, to you it's big fat bitches. Got it? Yes. <laughs> I like but maybe when it comes bitches. to Shangela, we shouldn't be looking to drag queens as you know um, our paragons of, of virtue. You know, I, I you're completely that we are correct. Thank in you. In the midst of a global Thank pandemic, you, but it's like, aren't drag queens supposed to be like subversive and anti-society? And you know, yeah, I've don't, said this so many times on the podcast. It's like, care. The, you're not a drag queen if you're not. The least behaved drag queen, the worst, the most evil and toxic of them are the best drag queens because drag should be about destruction and evil. Yeah, exactly. And the classic definition of the term is Shangela is doing drag queens, right? Yeah. <laughs> I also have to support Shangela unconditionally because like me, she does not block her brows. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. What's the well, next drama topic that you have written out for us? Well, I have 4,000, but then also uh, 4,000. But then also the Kimye divorce. Zach, do you oh. have thoughts on that? Oh my God. Do I have <clears throat> thoughts? I do. <laughs> <laughs> I have lots and lots of thoughts. The thing is, is that um, I, okay. So the divorce happens. I'm very sad, but it's not that big of a surprise. But now we have the post text layer to this whole conversation, right? Which is the, is Kanye gay and sleeping with Jeffree Star drama? And my thought is that Kanye is not gay. He's just merely a chaser. Mm. Mm, I see that. Because he fucked Amanda Lepore, allegedly. Yes. Fucked Amanda Lepore, well, yeah. Allegedly. So I really don't think that I he's trust like her. Out. So And I, I mean, he too. definitely has a type. I saw a tweet that like really um, kind of summed up his taste in general, which was just like, you know, pictures side by side of Amber Rose and Amanda Lepore and Kim Kardashian. And they are all these just like, you know, uh, like superhuman looking women, you know, these women. like caricatures of women. Exactly. Yeah. That he's very attracted to seemingly. So Jeffree Star, although when I first heard this kind of rocked my world, makes perfect sense. I also, I mean, I don't believe it because Jeffree Star yeah. played it up too much, and then he yeah, also I agree. Video ready for Sunday service. It. But but it it was funny <laughs> and it was believable to me. It was kind of believable. Uh huh. I think, but I mean, um, there is the whole thing of of Jeffree Star like buying property in Wyoming, right? Isn't that Didn't there you see is? That? That's the whole big thing is why people think it's happening. But my thought is that Jeffree Star has given Kanye several blowjobs like seven years ago. <laughs> Uh, They're not really, I think they may have reconvened, done another one, but I don't think it's the reason behind the divorce. Yeah. 
I know nobody's leaving their wife for Jeffree Star. Oh no. <laughs> well, wait, didn't it's that like, guy? Hasn't he watched even one Lifetime movie? I can't stop thinking about Jeffree Star um, all the time. I recently have been on a big kick with him. I just find him to be delightful. No, I can't stand him, but his debut album and his EPs were like the bedrock of my high school years. Well, it's just because I like I like evil people. He had <laughs> yes. Nicki Minaj on before like she even was anybody. That I know Nicki Minaj because Jeffree Star had her on his album. That's crazy. And can we just talk about the fact that Jeffree Star has been canceled so many times and like is still on the top? Him I just and Trisha Paytas are Teflon. <laughs> <laughs> but even like Trisha's cancellations are just like her being like a manic freak. But Jeffree's are like pure evil. Although what's up with his business? I don't I don't see anybody talking about his his makeup anymore. Um well, I mean that's cuz he's like canceled right now, but he did like what? Like two cuz there was that YouTube drama that's just so stupid and like not even worth thinking about, but he's only done like two palettes since then, right? I I don't I know. No clue. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I don't know either. Moving on. Next. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, stream. Um, what what was it? What was his album's name? Beauty Killer. Yes, stream Beauty Killer. My God, David, you're canceled. You are supporting the music of a problematic person on the podcast and telling people to give them money. <laughs> Women's business. <laughs> I will say it's no coincidence that you know uh, the the news of their divorce happened one day and then the next there was the storming of the Capitol. <laughs> I, I that, know that, the that was people there. people are really protesting yeah mm-hmm. it's like how so many people have been activated by like COVID restrictions and then just like jumped on the Black Lives Matter activism and this time it's not really about MAGA it's just about Kim's divorce yeah <laughs> all of the, like, the middle class white people in Wyoming were like we have to go protest Kim's divorce yeah it's like not only are they not going to be on E anymore they're not married anymore I am not paying we have for in this country <laughs> <laughs> Okay, oh, th- this God. one is a really news, but I just thought it was funny because I didn't. I've never watched that seminar show in my life, but the poor actress from it that like died and then came back to life and that died again. <laughs> oh okay. God! See, that was that this me week? I thought she was just alive. I thought it was a fake news about her dying, but she's actually dead. No, yeah. So <clears throat> it came out through her publicist and her uh, boyfriend or husband that she died. And so there were all these tweets like, oh my God, rest in peace, queen. Like, I never heard of her in my life. <laughs> she was like trending, rest in peace, queen. And then it was like, wait, 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 hold up. No, she's actually alive. And so everybody's like, oh my God, she's alive. Thank God. And then two hours later, oh no, you guys, she, she died for real now. Oh, it's <laughs> so and unfortunate. Yeah, she, was, she was the mom of that Scientologist on that 70s show. And she was a Bond girl, but never seen either, so. Oh, I just wow, thought the a Bond girl in like a '90s Bond or something. No, I it was think... in one of the Roger Moore. Yes, Wait, is that the uh, Roger Moore ones? It's not Richard Moore, right? It's Roger. Right? Roger Moore, I think. Roger, yeah. Roger. Okay, great. Um. Well, I guess she did die another day. <laughs> I'd also like to pause the podcast really quick to just say that David made a Phantom Menace reference for no reason at all. <laughs> I've been watching Clone Wars. Uh, oh god my condolences yeah let's help you it's because 
I'm I'm really into Star Wars, you guys. We it's need to like, get that no, Disney okay. Plus subscription canceled stat. It's going <laughs> to rot your brain. I am stuck at home. Thank God I even exercise. I need my escapism. I'm not about to read the Holy Bible like you, Zach. So let me read my Star Wars books and watch Clone Wars and get drunk and talk about some bitch I don't know that died three times this week, okay? Do you know that I literally paid like $15 to get that fucking Bible because I could not find a free one anywhere? You'd think they would be free. And accessible most places. Although I guess Japan is a pretty secular country, isn't it? I thought you could find it in a love hotel, no? Um, I haven't been to a love hotel this week. That's on Tuesday, okay. So (laughs) yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna read the Bible to atone for all my trap ways. (laughs) Did you did you guys uh see about the Danish kids TV show about the man with the giant penis? (laughs) No, no, it's so Danish, no. though. It is very Danish, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that one, whatever. What about the Anne Hathaway COVID movie? I didn't oh. watch the trailer, but it just makes perfect sense of the general uh, trajectory of Anne Hathaway's it's, career that this is the movie she's in. It's yeah, it's so the Witches to COVID movie. Did you see it's the trailer, just, Zach? No, I didn't, but I'm now I'm just imagining her like performing... Her lame is like co No, no, wait. Do, do you guys know the premise? No. So it's basically her <laughs> and her boyfriend, and they're stuck in London during the pandemic. And she has like, it's so, it's so weird. You guys have to watch the trailer. And she has this high end job and she has to fire people over Zoom. And she's doing it like wearing a super suit and like drinking. And she gets sad about it. And then her boyfriend works at a, mu- no, or her, she works at a museum or something. Like she works for yeah. Harrods, Harrods, right. And so they, they come to know that there's like this giant diamond move or something. So they decide to rob it. So it turns into like Ocean's 13. Okay, so wait, oh this God. is Ocean's 13 plus Les Mis plus Up in the Air with George Clooney. It's insane. <laughs> it's like, I'm supposed to feel bad for her firing people over Zoom as she's drinking her white wine. And like, there's uh-huh. a joke like, her boss is on Zoom being like, are you drinking? And she's like, oh, yeah. Like, oh. what? <laughs> and See, then like... they go and rob Herod's. I, I have no idea what the fuck this is. This is and a camp to me. It's camp. It's a camp classic. And the cast is insane. Like, I mean, because I guess they could get everybody on Zoom. But apart from them. Wait, is it like a Zoom movie? No, her and her oh, thank boyfriend God. have actual I can't scenes, abide. But uh-uh. then there's a, uh, in the trailer, there's a lot of scenes of like her and her phone and like Ben Kingsley shows up. And it's like, oh, okay. Um, See, when it comes to her career, I feel like getting cast in one bad movie, you know, shame on her agent or manager or whatever, but her being cast repeatedly in just bad movie after bad movie, shame on her. Yeah, she's making bad choices. No one should ever accept a role in The Witches. (laughs) Oh, I forgot about that. Did you watch it? No, but they um, put it in theaters here in Japan and mm. they gave it a Japanese title. And so instead of calling it the witches, they said, Mahoka Ipai, which means like, there are Even so many witches. Women. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have well, three okay. fingers. Do you remember that? Oh, oh, and oh then she got, she got, she got canceled, canceled for being um, ableist. ableist. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> what about that movie that she made with, uh, what was it called? Serenity or something two years I ago? I don't know what that is. The boat movie with McConaughey. Oh my God. And then it was like, it was all a video game that my son dreamed up. What the, spoiler, mm. spoiler alert, sorry. But what the fuck was that? 
I don't think anyone is going to be caring about Serenity spoiler alerts. Oh, <laughs> you, you never know. Have you guys not watched Serenity spoiler alert? I've never even heard of this movie before. I just looked it up. Lucky I've you. never heard of this. It's insane. Um, the last time I saw her in a theater was when I saw, I think, Interstellar. Yeah, I think yeah, Lame I is think so the last too. time I saw her in theaters. Oh, no, yeah, Colossal. She's... I saw her in Colossal. Oh, isn't that like the kaiju movie with the yeah, giant monster? I really liked it. Uh-huh. I thought it was cool. Oh, you, li- you liked an Anne Hathaway movie? Canceled. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one where like she scratches her head and then the giant monster scratches his head too. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's her and her, um, what's his name? Uh, I don't know. Whatever. It's good. Ask Check me. it out. No, it's good. It's good. Check it out. Okay, we'll Check do. It out. Check it uh, out. <laughs> okay. Check it out. Check it out. Um, James Corden oh, wait, might I be talk- leaving the U.S. and his show. Oh my god. Oh. Oh my god. He, COVID made him realize that he he really misses his family and just being back home in London. Does he have kids? Yeah, he's straight. Remember we talked oh, about that's this. That's so disgusting. I just I'm imagining him being a father, and it's like you know, fast track to daddy issues. <laughs> My father wasn't present because he was too busy like pursuing a narcissistic <laughs> acting career yeah. and pretending to be gay on fucking Netflix. <laughs> I did love the prom though. I can, oh, okay, okay, it. I want to get into this. How did you love this? Because- Yeah, I, let's me, talk about this. I, I want to hear like, your opinion. Shat on it for 40 minutes a couple of weeks. I know, I mean, I'm not proud of it, but I did love it. James Corden is, I mean, completely abominable in it. And we can just <laughs> pretend that he does not exist in that movie yeah. um, or period. Um, but I did find it to be a lot of fun. And it was the kind of movie where what, it was like three and a half hours long, but it kind of went by <laughs> in about 15 minutes for me somehow, like Sex in the City 2 style. Were you sober? I was sober, which is even more embarrassing. Hmm. <laughs> um, so what, what time of day did you watch the movie? Nighttime. Okay, maybe... I, I watched it at like eight o'clock in the morning. <laughs> oh, yeah. There'd be something kind of uncanny valley about that. I think. Yeah. I think sort of like the fringes of my existence would start getting blurred if I watched that in the Pretty scene. What do you think of Rannells? I want to hear what you, your take on Andrew Rannells is. I think he's talented. I mean, I'm not especially well-versed in musical theater, but it's like, I know that he's respected and I can see that he's a good singer and he does make me laugh. Um, I mean, which I is more than James Corden can say. I have a chance right now to get some HBO Girls points here. Have you seen HBO Girls? I've seen HBO Girls and loved it. Call it HBO and Andrew Rannells is a star. Yeah. He's a top show. in that show. That is unbelievable. <laughs> that is why we'll never take that show seriously. <laughs> And he's like bisexual for like five episodes too. Yeah, what the yeah. fuck was well, that? Well, he's Lena Dunham's ex-boyfriend, as we all are. He fucks the villain from Ant-Man. That is not believable. I, I think it is believable. I've gotten off to that scene. Ew. Uh, wait, actually, <laughs> I, I have gotten off to many, many scenes from HBO Girls. I... Uh, <laughs> this is so embarrassing. <laughs> when I was in high school, um, it's like from... High I school? I think I yeah, girls was out when I was in high school, baby. Oh God, I think it was, I was. I think it was a freshman in uni. The, yeah, well, yeah, I, the first season premiered. I think the summer going into my freshman year of college. Yeah, I mean, I think me yeah. and Brian are both twenty. <clears throat> so yeah. yeah, I think I was going into my freshman year of high school, and um, the scene of Adam Driver working out before Lena Dunham comes up to fuck him. I like, oh my God, so good. That was but like, was that on season one? Adam weeks. Driver hair. Yeah, yeah, unforgivable. Unforgivable. I can't even remember. 
I've, okay, ne- saying, I've never rewatched since it, I watched it. Was it, that like it was Peter airing. Parker Spider Man Three emo? Bob. Like, okay. I cannot believe I'm getting up. shame for jacking off to Adam Driver, where David has openly admitted that he thinks Ross Matthews is hot. <laughs> and we're actively hearing the ping of Wookie Feats alerts right now. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I. <laughs> not to shame. Like, I'm not. I'm like, not in the business like of jacking anyone's yum. Do you like fat bitches? I like <laughs> bad bitches. But Which then is why you, know... you stand Candy Muse? Yeah. Yes. Another. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I just wanted to take another dig at that fat bitch. What's next? Um. What else? Oh, COVID gays. <laughs> oh my god. Or COVID, what is it? Gays against COVID. Whatever. The gays over out. COVID or something. Yeah, or maybe I have so many thoughts about this, but I'll let our guest and David go first. Brian can go. He's an American. And know, you're a New Yorker, Shamefully. so you're surrounded by all these faggots who are running around the planet. I know, I know. I, I appreciate the sympathies. Um, yeah, see, I don't know. I go both ways where it's like back to my point about Shangela and drag queens and like kind of mm-hmm. personal responsibility for things. Yeah. It's like, you know, when it is like at the end of the day, a societal governmental issue, you know, I think uh, it's kind of pointless to start pointing fingers at people for living their Period. lives. So you know? don't even tell me the other side because I completely agree with that. Yeah, <laughs> completely. Um, and it's like also I think like, you know, there is such a general kind of spirit right now of being very anti-police, which I agree with to a certain extent, to, to mm-hmm. you know, the large extent really. Um, but then to become police officers yourselves and start policing the behavior of others oh. is just totally hypocritical to me. No, it is It is actually a police state that the left has completely consumed and then decided to jump on for its own political purposes. And it's so embarrassing to be enforcing that kind of stuff. The gaze over COVID Instagram, where it tags <laughs> these people who are like, vaccinated medical workers who are like probably just going for a week of respite from their hell jobs like uh-huh. who fucking cares no, i mean that was truly funny, like that fascist was funny state. though yeah what did he do no just just that oh. thing of being like got vaccinated two days later here i am in mexico like it's funny but <laughs> no like let's be honest the second i get vaccinated it's off to the bathhouse i go <laughs> oh, the second I get vaccinated, I'm back to Bangkok snorting lines of cocaine and telling my boyfriend I'm not there until two weeks I'm actually there. I just think that the whole like pageant of yelling at gays on the internet about going and having a fun little party somewhere, it's like, honestly, we get it. You identify as an introvert. Now just like let the people who like <laughs> have fun and like meet people be. Yeah. Just, I like, mean, re- return I don't know. to watching the prom at night in your apartment, okay? Exactly. Yeah, go go back to your Uber Eats. Like, go order from Subway. I don't need to hear it from you. Uh, I don't disagree with Brian. I do disagree with Zach, but I don't want to get what? into it because well, I just don't said it. Have, now you have to. I'll shoot I don't. You right ha- now. I don't have the the capacity, and I also really have to pee. So I'm just trying to. Can, can I take a pee break? Uh, if you take a pee break, that means I get a cigarette. So, okay. Okay. Um, okay. So we'll be let, back in like five minutes. Then. Let me move okay. the mouse really quick so, I, so that this call doesn't drop while I'm peeing. No, okay. Zoom should be fine. Okay, we're good to go. Okay, Brian, just okay. Okay. Um, sit in your thoughts for a few minutes. I will. <laughs> we'll be back. Okay. <laughs> 
We're back. Hi, <laughs> Jeff. Feeling better smell. than ever. Yeah, my cigarette reset my life, and now everything's crystal clear. What time is it there, Zach? 1.40 a.m. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's about and the time I watched we'll it, still be editing I watched this. a three-hour movie in Japanese today with no subtitles, so before I even started, my head was already spinning, and now I'm just like in complete orbit. Oh, I should say so. Is that Evangelion yeah. movie really three hours long? Um, we watched... We watched Revival of Evangelion, which is the last movie plus the recap film. So it was a three-hour experience. Wow. And you were able to see it in a movie theater? Uh, we sure did. That's and amazing. And I cried in the theater because I was so ecstatic that I had finally seen End of Evangelion in theaters. And when Oscar got penetrated on the Lance of Longinus, I cried. <laughs> you are speaking a language I do not understand. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Nobody knows what I'm talking about. And I've just yeah, been like in smile and nod, kids. I've been I cried. I did cry at the at the L movie with the Lenny Kravitz song. <laughs> <laughs> when when <laughs> like when, Isabel like, L? Yeah, like, I was thinking that the Isabel Hooper L. No, not L, like L from Death Note when they made the spin-off movie, like L Light oh, Up the World God. or something. L changed the world made you cry. That is so embarrassing. And because they had that Lenny Kravitz song and it was so good. <laughs> Whereas the Isabel Huppert L rape revenge fantasy film. That did was make amazing. Me cry. Yeah. I'm that, so that happy that man liked joy. it too. Oh, he liked it? Yeah, because I'm I, like I've been taking and man, like, I don't know. He's he's a fashion designer, so I thought it'd be into I guess movies are not art. To him so mm-hmm. when i started taking him to like see movies that are not like i don't know marvel meet the spartans yeah. <laughs> no not marvel <laughs> but like <laughs> meet, the spartans, meet the spartans oh my god <laughs> <laughs> he was like oh my god david like literally like uh, a year or so in, into us starting dating and like i'd constantly take him to see movies and i'd be so excited about because in thailand there's probably there's laws i don't it's probably the same in japan where like only a certain type of foreign movies can get into the country because the the cinema the market is yeah. big. Yeah. They don't need so whenever like a certain indie movie or like a smaller movie would get in and be like, we have to go. And I'd be like, David, what the fuck is this? Like, I want to go watch fucking my my Russian spy ex-boyfriend or whatever the fuck. <laughs> um you know, my man is exactly the same. It's always like he only watches like scary movie and rom-coms and then i'm like okay cause tonight we're gonna watch melancholia on dvd <laughs> <laughs> but i love those two like i don't mind like some dumbass movie to like you know numb the pain but completely you know yeah. some and it, it's so like he he's seven years older than me so i'm 20 <clears throat> so that means he's 30 you know and mm-hmm. the fact that he had this epiphany so late in his life like oh david wow Movies can be good. Like, yeah. <laughs> no shit. You, if you think that's bad, like, you know, you've got seven years on your boyfriend. I have, like, literally 19. Wow. So, you, that's embarrassing. Anyway. um, was that's, there a, that's a generation. That is a literal generation. No, that's... <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm realizing my own mortality because I am now coming up. Actually, no. I am coming over i am currently 
the age that my boyfriend was when he met me. Pedophile. Pedophile. <laughs> I have uh, been groomed. He groomed say, me. What, what's the buzzword? He groomed you. Yeah. He groomed me. I was That's groomed. That's the term to shore. My Lolita, it, sir. The term du jour. Whenever I want to cancel my boyfriend, I can just scream grooming into the abyss and I'm sure someone will listen. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know Crack when, Twitter my, thread. when my boyfriend groomed me, I know he did not expect me to balloon 50 kilos, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> I got Who's his ass. Now? <laughs> Take that, you groomer scum. Um, did anything else happen this week that we wanted to talk about? Well, have we all forgotten about what is it? Because Dua Lipa had a Vogue cover. Oh, not mm-hmm. Dua Lipa. What well, is it? Well, no, it's not about her specifically. But what is it with the lesbian witness buzz cut? Oh, that. <laughs> She's in her true blue bag. You see, but also that's an ugly cut. I guess it works for the 80s and it works for Madonna because she's got kind of a manly face. Exactly. She's got the handsome factor that works well for her. And she had the, yeah. fr- also Madonna had the frosted tips. People are yes. forgetting the frosted tips. They, they, <laughs> they don't do the frosted tips. They just do the bangs and the blonde. Yeah, so, I didn't love it. did that haircut? Yeah, did yeah, you not see that a short, a short kind of shaggy. I saw the picture cover. of her with the cigarette and the cigarette was lit, but it did not appear. No, that's that her Drew Barrymore moment. This is from like a, a few days back. She she covered Vogue and she she basically has the Papa Don't Preach cut, but without the frosted tips. Yeah, exactly. I cannot believe we live in a reality where Dua Lipa is on Vogue. <laughs> hey, RuPaul was on Vogue. Who knows? Yeah. I did I mean, love I, her her looks for Saturday Night Live for both of her performances. I, I forgot to I totally forgot to watch it. So you, I, I didn't watch either. I just saw photos and that was enough. Wait, I, I, I wanted to watch it on Kristen Vogue Wig. twice. Literally, shut the fuck about Kristen Wig. You Kristen <laughs> Wig and Kathy Griffin, I cannot. Dua Lipa has been on Vogue like multiple times. No way. Um, yeah, she's been on British folk, she's been on Japanese okay. folk, and she's been on US folk. Albanian Disgusting. mafia. I don't know what it is about her, but I just don't trust her. <laughs> I do. I like the fact that she's English. I think that kind of makes her more interesting than I would find her if she was American. Oh, if she's American, like... I would crucify her. If she uh, was completely. American, she wouldn't do the things she's doing. But yeah, at the same there's time, there's kind of a, a built-in cleverness to a Brit that I find makes her kind of charming. That's why we Madonna say this, works. but then we have the Rina Sawayama album where I find zero cleverness. I don't like her. Yeah, I never even listen to it in its entirety. Don't do it. Never listen it to feels, it. It feels a little bit like work, the couple songs that I listen to. <gasps> Ooh. You know, yes, another bitch effort. drag her. Yes, white gays <laughs> in Asian women's business. Yeah, we're, we're just like slowly assembling an army of white gays to combat Rita Soya. No, you know what? I, I've said it like, before. Sorry, I think, babe. I think I really I love like her album. I think so many of the songs are serves. I just don't like her little minions. And that makes <laughs> her little her. her little army, her little militia. Her little militia makes me dislike her. And to be honest, call me, call, she's the Gaga. She, what, she is what got oh my god let me get this straight wait i'm a little bit drunk she is (laughs) she is the what gaga was to madonna she is what 
to Utaga. Got it. I got what you're saying. Okay. She is okay. Let me try. She okay. is what Gaga was to Madonna. She is that, but to Gaga. Like she's she's no to Utada. Oh, period. She's literally yes. do, like you listen to Exodus. It's yeah, it's it's that but better. It's like it's it's Trina Sawayama but better. It's, it's forty different genres. Yeah. Like because oh my god, Rina's debut album had like forty different genres. She can do everything. Yeah, Exodus did that same thing. Yeah, Exodus did hip hop, pop, R and B, J pop, experimental, and like the span of three songs. And Rina made the mistake of saying that Utada is her biggest inspiration, just like Gaga did uh-huh. in her debut. <laughs> but the other so, thing is that to me, Rina Sawayama is actually not, this is going to sound crazy, but I think that she's honestly like probably never listened to an Utada album in full. Oh, you think? <laughs> I really do think. Because whenever she talks about her, it's in these like really vague Abstract. Words. Yeah. So, mm. and then when she met her, it all felt very canned and like, when she was tweeting about Utada, she only said first love. And I'm like, that is like her de- debut album. There is so much more richness to her. And you picked first love as a record to feature. I just find it all very shady. It's probably because that's the only one, like one of her parents had in like the CD collection because they yeah. just had it there. So she's like, oh my God, Utada first love. I love that. Yeah. And then she called Amuro Namie the Britney Spears of Japan, which is like, oh, one of the most bitch. shocking moments of all history. <laughs> Women's business. <laughs> my my place of residence, women's business. Truly. I know you have yeah. grounds to, to talk about these matters. I'm basically a woman like three nights of the week. Tracy Chapman <laughs> won her lawsuit against Nicki Minaj. What was the lawsuit? Uh, what song are they like feuding over? No, it so it's it's weird. So Nicki Minaj as a demo sampled Tracy Chapman. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what song. I'm not going to bring up the article right now because that's irrelevant. Um, but, and the song was never released. Like, so there's, n- it was never released. So the lawsuit became much bigger than it was meant to be because then th- the lawsuit became about even if you're not going to be willing to publish a song, like, n- no, sorry. Even if your intent is to not publish a song, are you actually allowed to play with somebody else's art without asking permission first? Mm. That's what the lawsuit mm. became about. And Tracy Chapman actually won it. That sounds bad. That's crazy. It sounds like a blurred line situation. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, no, because blurred... Well, they did sample it, though, on blurred line. I mean, I don't think... They didn't really sample it. They just pulled inspiration from it. I think it, it's kind of bad taste it's very capitalist and money hungry to be suing off of like samples and inspiration to me get over it that's how i feel i mean sometimes it's there's a moment where it's so clear that the the whole song is lifted but if it's not to that extremity then just leave it alone i mean circling back to hbo's girls i think tracy chapman should be suing lena dunham for singing fast car over the credits of the series finale <laughs> oh, I never That's got past she season be... three. Now I'll never uh, well, get past anything else. A brief spoiler. Is the... spoiler alert? <laughs> um, I there are so many iconic girls moments after season three. Like you have not even tasted the full variety. Oh, of the you do yet. need to watch the whole show. Can I be honest? You do. All, what? all I, I haven't watched girls because I never like Brian. I've never rewatched it. Mm-hmm. Um, except for um that scene of 
uh, what's his name? Brian Rennell's, um fucking the villain from Ant-Man. Yeah, okay. Um, uh, so the only image not that's Brian Ran- not Brian Rennell's. <laughs> what's his name? I don't know. Andrew, Andrew Rannells. <laughs> Ryan Rennell's. It's Andrew Rannells, not Brian Reynolds. Oh, what was I thinking? Oh, whatever. You were thinking Brian Reynolds, and I do not understand who that is. Why do we always make these mistakes? What was the last time Michelle Gainsbourg? <laughs> oh, my <God. laughs> um, oh, my God. Come on, English is a second language. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm trying. I'm out here trying. Oh, you're succeeding. Um, Love it, baby. Yeah, the only yeah, scene anyway, I remember for girls. all of girls was like her mom falling in the shower. Oh, that's yeah. an iconic moment for sure. It is. I that's love the it. mom. That's all I But remember. you haven't seen The Panic in Central Park, one of the most amazing 30 minutes of TV cinema ever made. Riveting. Were you in high school even. when you watched it? Is that why it's No, iconic? that was college. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Well, let her remember college. So. Or um, when Andrew Rannells um, auditions for the white men can't uh, yeah. jump Brian calls. that is amazing <laughs> so many girl I someone will have to talk to me about girls one day in some podcasting format because I have so many things to say about it and so many thoughts all the time you can I do it on every day. popular available on Spotify and iTunes you will not be doing it on gangbang unless we're talking about unless we're talking about boyfriend what's his name andrew andrew and brody (laughs) oh my god (laughs) no what's kylo ren what's his name that's adam Adam driver Driver, you fuck driver yeah yeah (laughs) do you think he's hot adam driver yeah he's so hot and sort of like a primal like attracted to the caveman type of way Oh yeah, you he know, has like, like hardwired into moment. our yeah, hardwired into our like you know descendant from Neanderthals biology. <laughs> We're hardwired. We were born this way, baby. Pause <laughs> up, little monsters. Pause up, little monsters. You were born to fuck Adam Driver's chimpanzee ass. <laughs> Just kidding. Wig slay, yes. Um. Oh, also, I I have another thing. Okay. Who is Olivia Rodrigo? I don't know. Me Never neither. heard that. Have you not seen this? Is that on Al- Alec Baldwin's new wife? He <laughs> <laughs> already moved on to somebody no, it's else. Madonna's when he, new when he found out his wife, first of all, okay, can I just say something about the Alec Baldwin's wife thing? Um, sure. A, no, a lot no, of the argument as a Spaniard expat yourself. <laughs> no, it, it's the fact that a lot of the argument has been about the fact that. Oh my God, this bitch pretended to be Latina. And it's like, what she did was fucked, but she pretended to be Spanish. If you equate being Spanish to being Latina, then that's on you. I know, oh God, Rosalia. Rosalia discourse. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, as usual, Madonna did it first. Take a bow. Oh! <laughs> it's like Madonna was the original Hilaria. Oh, and all one. these like Latinx LARPers could never touch La Isla Bonita. <laughs> I mean, what? 40% of Argentinians are Italian anyway, or Nazi exactly. expats. So, oh, Madonna cute. covers both. <laughs> speaking Her of Madonna, heritage. speaking of Madonna, can we talk about Brian's amazing? Um, what do I call? What do I call it? What do I call your article? Do we call oh, it a fanfic? Yes, I guess this little new magazine that I that I wrote it 
for would call I mean it's cultural fan fiction is the website so fan fiction I guess yeah I mean it, is, it did come from my little mind although I feel like it's probably much truer to reality than than anything else <laughs> it's much more of art than like a fan fiction you might imagine because when I hear the word fan fiction I always imagine some homestuck or some stupid gay anime like boys love <laughs> men uh-huh. fucking each other this is not that kind of fanfic this is pure art Oh, thank you. Yeah, I mean, in brief, it's my imagination of Madonna and Gwyneth meeting up and uh, trying their best to bury the hatchet after, you know, what is it, 10 years now since they've stopped yeah. being friends. Tragic. Is your air conditioning on? Madonna asks. Shit, thinks Gwyneth. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, Ryan, why don't you set the stage for the the, the real uh, tea of what what their history is? Because I think sort of like the, you know, well-known secret is that Tracy Anderson is the reason that they had to part ways. And I'd imagine it has everything to do with Madonna's little hard candy fitness venture. Remember <laughs> mm-hmm. that? I know she wants us to forget <laughs> that line of gyms that she opened up. <laughs> but when she did that, I think she stopped working out with Tracy Anderson, who she, you know, introduced Gwyneth Paltrow to. And then when Madonna stopped working out with Tracy the the common belief is that she expected Gwyneth to do that too and when she didn't Madonna dropped her like a like a five kilo dumbbell <laughs> onto the mat yeah no note my usage of kilo too that's Ooh. me attempting to, to be international <laughs> uh, I've been favorite. in Japan for three years I still don't even understand like what the relation to a kilo to a pound is oh me neither yeah <laughs> I never will but, that, but that's the bliss of being an American who's still in America. <laughs> and, and then There's you can find that. There's few positive things about that. You can find that on cu- culturalfanfiction.com. Yes, exactly. Look at look at Gangbang promoting, Zach. Look look where we are. We're Thank promoting you. websites. Thanks to plug. We're plugging. This is the first time we've ever promoted anything except for gay debauchery. <laughs> and cocaine. <laughs> and cocaine. And Utada Hikata's music catalog. But okay, can I just read some of my favorite lines? I because yes. that I just yes. I, I, that I just cackled at. Please. I loved I uh, this one. What <laughs> what Gwyneth <laughs> what Gwyneth <laughs> remembers best is how quickly it, what well I'm not gonna read it in the same way that Brian um wrote them so i don't want i mean twist my arm i could read it i could pull it up and 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 read it okay you you, okay then you you please you please read them okay so you like that paragraph that started that one yes let me try and track this down i like the air conditioning one as well a lot Mm -hmm. well i i have so many like i have 10 screenshots of just I just can't stop thinking about Madonna's reaction to air conditioning and the fact that someone finally wrote what it would be is such art and important cultural relevance to me. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let me read that part. I think that's the funny part. Yes, please, Brian. Okay. Hyperconscious of her posture all of a sudden, Gwyneth walks to the bar cart in the far corner of the room. M's cocktail of choice used to be a lemon drop. The rare times she'd ever allow herself a cocktail, Gwyneth recalls. <laughs> but how awe-inspiring that self-discipline once was for Gwyneth. How amazed she used to be by her friend's boundless energy, sensuality, confidence, a consummate workhorse. In ways Gwyneth was only just now realizing as she plopped perfectly spherical ice cubes into tumblers, she owes so much of the lifestyle she sells to the lifestyle Madonna once shared with her. <laughs> 
Is your air conditioning on? Madonna asks. (gasps) Shit, thinks Gwyneth. (laughs) During that morning's meditation, she made a mental note to have her assistant Kevin turn off the thermostat. Madonna, who hates being cold. Madonna, who once told Gwyneth she'd only join her to that Coldplay concert if she herself called the O2 Arena and demanded it was 78 degrees or warmer for the duration of the show. How could she have forgotten? How? How? And I do think that would be, you know, not only Madonna would be so quick to share her disgusted air conditioning being on, but the the fear it would strike into anyone's heart. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, even beyond Madonna, I have learned recently that women have an aversion to air conditioning. So, of course, Madonna would have, like, the most of it all. Well, all her fillers would freeze. (laughs) Her face would just shatter. My my one and only time I saw Madonna in concert was in in Bangkok. Mm -hmm. And... I knew for a fact that she likes to have places turn off the air conditioning in her arenas. Yes. She's like for global warming and like her skin or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it was a, a legitimate worry I right. had to go to the concert being like, is she going to in Bangkok where it's like 45 degrees? Is she going to have the fucking air conditioning on? And it was so, it was on, but it was so low. It was so, I know that bitch was like, can you guys keep it at a like, cool 35 degrees uh, and i'm talking yeah. about celsius. celsius of course but can you please read the um two american girls living at the bush administration in london oh of course i'll get back to that line um <laughs> just a second because <laughs> this just perfectly it describes their bond of course okay of course. <clears throat> exactly that's well, when we it... just okay mm-hmm. What Gwyneth remembers best is how quickly it ended. One moment, she and Madonna, she and M, were friends. Just two American girls living at the Bush administration in London with their uncircumcised husbands. And then the next, it was over. For years, she had dreams about it. Nightmares, really, about their final fight. It's either me or Tracy Anderson. Take your pick. It's that simple, Gwyneth. Closing her eyes, she can still hear Madonna saying those words, delivering that ultimatum with her scalpel-sharp consonants and Elizabethan affect. It haunts her because it was that simple. Gwyneth refused to stop working out with their trainer, so Madonna refused to stay friends with Gwyneth. It's been 10 years. It's been 10 years. (laughs) 10 years. And that's because I feel like it's one of those uh, relationship friendships that time has forgotten it's not part of pop culture at all completely it's oh, not no. a feud yeah. that people necessarily think of where it's like they even, were photographed I, I, together constantly i guess not just like a falling of a falling out but you know you i the the thing about this story i mean i think it's hilarious and people please read it not that gangbang is not making reading recommendations <laughs> but um um you you do think make a point about the whole goop thing actually mm-hmm. being madonna's brand originally completely i mean you know i, I, I imagine totally true yeah. it is completely true because i feel like with you know sort of the ray of light informed kabbalah and yoga and yoga yes everything was very much so a, a precursor to the lifestyle that I mean, it, this might be this might be a controversial statement to make, but it would also be rewriting history to deny it. Yes, um, I would agree. the late '90s yoga religious 
kumbaya trend really did stem from Madonna. Completely. Mm-hmm. Was that cultural appropriation that a nation appropriated that stemmed from Madonna? Absolutely. But <laughs> was it from Madonna? Absolutely. Like the her. whole Zen <laughs> Buddha statues, <laughs> incense. Um yeah, and, and the way it extends into her own career as well as into pop culture generally, I mean, when it takes the form of hard candy, I think it's very preeminent because if you consider the way that her Kabbalah wokeness like turned into like hard candy sledding, let's just look at the way that OnlyFans has taken hold. <laughs> <laughs> like reductive, look it up. Look it up. Um, I guess oh, maybe we that, get that the... moment destroyed her career. <laughs> I know. Good for her. Good for her. I like a career destruction moment, which is why I love Demi Lovato, who does nothing but detonate her career <laughs> over and over again. I love you, Zach. You tweeted out this week. Um, I think uh, <laughs> I know exactly what tweet you're talking about. Yeah, where you're like, which was so true that Demi Lovato tweeted out, "You guys." I'm heading to the studio. America has made me angry. And you're like, I have never seen this woman win. Not once in her life. (laughs) (laughs) Like Everything this woman does, she just gets dragged for it. And like you, you, Brian, before we were talking about being a Madonna fan or a Stina fan, holy shit. Imagine going out and willingly stand Demi Lovato. (laughs) I can't. I can't. I feel like it's I'm not like even being ability. I'm not even being facetious right now when I say that truly you could play me a Demi Lovato song and I wouldn't be able to tell you if it's a Demi Lovato song. Okay, oh, but not cool even cool for the summer. Okay, okay maybe that. What about cool for the summer? Don't you what love cool, cool for the for summer? The summer? <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Um, I guess speaking of music, we should get into our Madonna song of the week, which I will not let David erase from this podcast. Mm-hmm. Me against David, the music. I, speaking of music, oh, that was beautiful, and also me against the David. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's literally what gangbang should be called. Me against the David. <laughs> <laughs> uh, except, uh, yeah, never mind. Anyway, no, no we're that would put you in first position. No, 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 no. I know that's what I'm saying. I agree. It's gangbang, baby. Is 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 um being fucked by multiple people more associated with David than with Zach and Luchichi. I, I don't I don't even think anybody that listens to this, I don't think even follows us. I think they found us randomly somewhere because I don't know where our followers come from. Oh, I don't know. I, I know none of my followers listen to this, so. <laughs> well, I don't know what's nice. going on. If you promote it more, you know. Uh, will do. Anyway, me against the music. <laughs> Classic song. song of the week. Okay, uh, this I is... think it's one of no Brian. You go, you go, Brian. Yeah, let's let Brian go. Let let's let. He's old like me. Up. He knows uh, what's yeah. up. We so, were we were old enough completely. to remember. Completely, I remember playing on the radio and was like, maybe. I mean, the first Madonna song that I consciously like, you know, I knew who Madonna was as an individual, and it's like, oh, here's a song. I mean, it's a Britney song, of course. Never heard like, this on the radio before. Yeah, I, I feel like I heard it on the radio a lot and loved it kind of immediately and loved specifically Madonna's part. Mm-hmm. And it's my favorite Britney Spears song. Ooh. Mm, I, I, I agree. This and Stronger. Yes, agree. Totally. I love Stronger so much too. 
Um, but no, I think it's great. I think it's great. I think it's like a very like propulsive song. And I do love Madonna's little solo bit, you know, three quarters of the way hey, through the Brittany. song. Yeah. Can we talk about like this skittering production? It's really aggressive. Very. Who produced it? Do we know? Let's find out. Okay. I was going to say, never mind. Who are we going to say? Okay. Merways. It's not him. No, I, I was going to say, no, I wasn't going to say that. Um, what I, what, my take on it was, I remember, of course, Tattoo, but this truly oh. was one of my gay awakenings. Yeah, I remember. I would say so too. The the whole lesbianic vibe of them, like the bed frame, which looking back is so funny. Like it's iconic, but it's so funny. Like 45, 42 year old Madonna, 25 year old Britney, like flirting on a bed frame and then going up for that and that final shot in the video of them almost kissing i was like oh my god can women do that i know it's hot can they do that i like i'm actually glad you brought up awakening and i brought up tattoo because i think this song has like a similar energy to a lot of their music actually Mm -hmm. yeah it it, it was i I don't i don't actually ever remember it being on the radio but it was on mtv and that was mtv days i was like totally 2003 so i was and I also think it's funny that like Britney, her vocals are deeper than Madonna's in this song. Yeah, she kind of Madonna's pretty very... famous for her deep vocals sometimes. So. Yeah, whereas Madonna kind of has like a almost falsetto with her little bits, you know? Hey, She's Britney. like very high, yeah. And maybe I that was read... like a conscious like demand on her behalf. It's like, yeah, Britney, I'll be in a song with you, but I have to have the higher vocals. I think, I think it's honestly, I mean, is it the most successful? Sadly, not. Mm-hmm. Is it one of the most iconic collabs? I will, I will, am I biased? Yes, but I will say I think it is. Because well, you have, you have Madonna have and time. you have Britney. Yeah, because like at that time, like Madonna and Britney is the most iconic collaboration. And I think it's honestly one of the last of an era because now no one is ever going to be able to make a celebrity collab that is as iconic no. as this was. Completely. And to think that was like kind of the first of her, of Madonna's career. Like, of course, Prince was on Love Song and stuff, but like that wasn't right. Martin, credited on the album. About that. Uh-huh. Yeah. But it was the first time that you kind of saw a song like in the song title, say, featuring Madonna. Yeah. Yeah. And now we've degenerated into whatever. But I mean, okay, you Champagne also- Kisses or whatever that song was uh-huh. with uh, what's his name? Champagne Rose. That's what it is. I think that song's so genius, by the way. I love that song, actually. Me too. But, okay, because a lot of people will say, oh, but what about telephone? But me, me and Brian being old, <laughs> if you think about it, it's an it's a to me, it's a great song and it's yeah. an iconic collab. But if you think about the context, it was it wasn't the Beyonce that is Beyonce now. It, yeah, it wasn't self-titled. Yeah, that's right. It, it was and also pop star, it was pop star Beyonce. With, and where and was the moment in a really like, where was the chemistry? Yeah. Where was the chemistry? Beyonce they, was in no, a very like puberty stage of her career then, like in yes. between the like yes. massive fun success of Destiny's Child and even crazy. I think it's a great song. It's a great collab. But the the idea of me against the music where like you have Madonna as a 40 year old, truly like still breaking records, still at her fucking peak. 
and Britney, mm-hmm. like at her fucking peak, like these are probably the two most iconic women of the time collabing. I don't mm-hmm. think any, I don't think any other collab in history has ever touched that. To be honest, well, I also think one of the things that's that Come makes up it with something so... else if it's uh, if I'm wrong. Well, I think no, no. I think it, what, one of the things that makes it so impactful is that like there's a tension between them, and they're like interacting with each other in the music. But when you look at something like Telephone, it's just two people on the same song. Yes. But Me Against the Music is very much about like their relationship, and it exploits that to a really like tense and frightening degree. It's so thrilling. Completely. And there's even like something at stake. Like it's like there's the underlying kind of tension again of madonna being an older pop star who like maybe created this path for britney they, they played and that it's like so well yeah so and well. she's like proving herself both of them are proving themselves to each other in that video yeah, and the telephone is like here's two girls dancing two contemporaries exactly, exactly. it's not there the stakes aren't as high and yeah. i don't think we'll ever be able to get a moment like this again because the madonna is the only person in this idol role like we had dua lipa you know uh, collaborated with Gwen Stefani and stuff, but none of the that icons no in the noise. last 20 years have mm-hmm. so much power, you yeah. know? And Madonna it's everything, everything's changed so much that I think like even 20 years from now, or not even 10 years from now, if there was like, you know, a collab between some hot new thing and a 42 year old Lady Gaga, and I love Lady Gaga, controversially perhaps. No, I love um, her too. I just like to shed on her. I just don't think it'd be the same just as I think culture has changed so much Col- and it's culture like has the, changed. The and there's not really superstars anymore. anymore exactly exactly I think the, the only person who I mean might be able Ariana to do this and Justin Bieber is... collab this year did anybody care no, no. exactly just I think the only person who is capable of doing this in 20 years down the road is Nicki Minaj like if Nicki showed up on a rap verse in 20 years for yeah girl, that would be I major I, I hear that yeah that's it though. Everyone else over. Wow. Period. Culture really is dead. Madonna won. That's all. Yes. She, she marks the end times. She's like the last emperor of Rome or something. <laughs> when Madonna dies, the world dies. She's Nero. Exactly. Oh God. She really is. Burn it. Yeah. I, I want her. You know, to. Nero used to make uh, his um his like little sex slaves like uh, dress as his mom and then fuck him with like a with a dildo. You know that? <laughs> no, and, and since since Madonna, I believe that's Bowie what she so has Malik do. I want her to like take the Bowie approach as her dead mom with her lips sewn shut. <laughs> what? Uh, did you just miss that thread, David? We're just talking about how Malik dons a uh, just fucks uh, Madonna dressed as uh, her mother with her lips sewn shut because she has that fixation on that image. You guys are that's sick. All. You guys are sick fags. Faggots. Faggots. Roman degradation. That that album cover is iconic. What album cover? With the with her mouth. Oh, shirt. Madam X? Is that not what you guys were talking about? Oh wow. Yeah, I guess that is kind no, of an no, illusion. It, it to is. That. Oh, it totally is. That that's why she put that. And the cover, everyone was like shook when it came out because it looked really ugly. But I think mm-hmm. it's actually the I best love that cover. I yeah. think so too. Oh, I think it's Frida the best Kahlo, of all the covers. Her dead mother combined yeah, it together. I like it so much better than the the head wrap one. The deluxe yeah, one I is really ugly. Ugh, it's so ugly. Uh, and speaking about that, to to bring it back to an hour ago, whatever about her interview about nothing really matters, the fact that she did that interview in her like 
um hallway in front of the Picasso she owns being like oh my god yeah I'm such a fag hag anyway I'm also a geisha because they're prisoners <laughs> and it's all done in front of this fucking Picasso well um I want to say thank you to Brian for joining us this was like so much fun actually oh it was such a treat I'm so happy that you guys invited me yeah, come back on any time because we're desperate for it. Otherwise, it's going to be us. Uh, it's just going to be I me love bullying energy. more people. You're fantastic. Oh, good, yeah. good. I know, I know I'm happy that I haven't been reduced to tears and been, and been bullied away like previous guests. Yeah. Or well, maybe, maybe I'm just made of stronger stuff. So on that note, I guess I just have to say, fuck you, share. Fuck oh, you, share. My cat is screaming in the other room right now. He agrees. Well, he has to him? shut out the wires he had before. Yeah. <laughs> he has extreme indigestion right now. Fuck you, podcasting Mike. That's what my cat said. <laughs> Fuck you, Michelle. No, I'm just kidding. Yep. I love you. Come on, the, come on the pod, babe. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, Cher. And if you're going to act like a bitch. Then you're going to die like a bitch. Like a bitch. Ooh. Okay, we're done. Ooh.